This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine people that support us through Patreon.com backslash Red Bull Rant. Head on over there to support us and get exclusive content when we fucking feel like it. We want to send a special thanks to Chris Adamick, the Mave, Mave Dartinez, Pierre, Eddie Delecto, and Jeremiah Dempster. As always, thanks guys. Welcome, my friends, to the show of friends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapeco. I'm Truman. We're back because we're gluttons for punishment. And this is episode 449. What's old is new again. Or what's new is old again. Yeah. Basically, nothing ever changes. Except, except for, so far, uh, Skype hasn't crashed yet. But give it time. True. True. You know, I just realized I realized when I was putting the agenda together that we're gonna hit the milestone on the next episode of four four fifty. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, is four fifty really gonna be like our season preview episode? Because listen, like there's not a lot that's really happened during the preseason. There's been matches, but none of them's been televised. I don't think any of the, the last three are going to be either. So there's not really much to talk about. So most likely it's a season preview show in like two weeks or something like that. Yeah. But that's just a really weird coincidence that that's going to be number 450. It's almost like we planned it. Uh, we didn't, by the way, but it's almost like no. we planned it. No. <clears throat> All right. So let's get into this and talk about the off season so far. So before we list what's actually happened, do you want to read out the tweets? Yeah. Uh, we got today. Cause, yep. Because, um, we just posted that, you know, if anyone has any thoughts. And, of course, our friend Eddie. Eddie, I I can't wait to see you this season, buddy. I am definitely coming down for a game or two. Um, so we'll definitely have to, to tailgate again. But, hey, first one checking in here says, preseason expectation, maybe two new guys, preseason reality, soccer break is over, ready to be annoyed and angry drunk calling about how disappointing this team will be again. And the faux hype around a contract off letting favor for Leipzig and then RB2 retreads. I hope I'm not wrong. Uh, yeah. Kind of, you know, you're not wrong. Again, here you go. Next tweet. Uh, at Mark Mark DB, Mark USA fan, Red Bull ownership asleep at the wheel. And then our friend Ed Ritter pretty much just posting uh, a, a gif of saying, not good enough. I mean, what did they do? Really, really, one guy. In, in in the scheme of things, one guy. That's what they did. Yeah, one so guy. real quick, real quick, this is uh, we'll go in terms of, we'll talk players first. I wasn't going to, but we will. So players that are gone, and I'm only going to talk notable ones. Laquinius, gone, sold to Brazilian team, undisclosed fee. 
Uh, honestly, for him, probably the best move because yep. what the fuck was Geeky going to do on this team? Right. Uh, Tom Barlow traded away to Chicago for $300 in general allocation money. And then scored a goal against us in the preseason, which is just yeah. fun because who gives a fuck? Yeah. Now, if he does it in the regular season, then right, of course he will. Right. Uh, Drew Yearwood traded away to Nashville SC for $75,000 in allocation money. I get kind of why we got rid of him, but I, not really. I mean, he had his moments. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then the only other big name that I can really talk about is uh, Omir Fernandez. Uh, out of contract, and never signed him, and now he's with Colorado. So. Bless his soul with the Rapids. Yeah. Uh, players that we brought in. So, by the way, there are a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, nine players that are gone, four players that are coming in. So our, our squad is five players less deep than last year, at least according to Wikipedia. I don't know. There's probably homegrown signings and shit that we haven't announced or whatever. Yeah. Uh, in the MLS draft, we picked up a defenseman, uh, Aiden O'Connor, I guess. Uh, homegrown signing, Roland Mitchell from Red Bulls 2 as a forward. Ooh. No idea. No idea if he's good or not. Um, Signed from Swedish player uh, Noah L E I L E, so I'm guessing that's right. Uh, signed from Mamo FF for an undisclosed fee, and then the biggest, <laughs> the biggest transfer of the year for the Red Bulls, signing Emil Farsberg from Red Bull Leipzig for an undisclosed fee. Keep it in the family. Yeah. Although, in fairness, in fairness, it is nice to see that that transaction actually happen in the other direction for once. Yeah. So I uh, I saw Steve Cangelosi um, on Twitter. Someone asked him about what's a good comparison. Um, and he, they said for like for like hockey fans. And his description was Patrick Elias at 31 years old. So like Patrick Elias in his prime. I'm hoping that's exactly what we get because that's what this team needs. Well, in fi- I don't know if you saw the tweet. I forget what, one of the preseason matches. He hit a uh, the insane goal. Yeah, from like ten yards past. Oh yeah, that halfway. was fucking ridiculous. I mean, that was impressive. No matter who you're playing and, against, and, and when you're he playing. wasn't even and he wasn't even really trying to look like from that angle. Like he just yeah. like, oh hey, let me let me try this. Maybe it'll work out. That was sick. That was really sick. Now, if he does that in an actual match, then, you know. Right, even better. But that yeah. was that was that was pretty awesome. So you're hoping he has a you nice get a healthy season, right? And you get you get plays like that. All right, and leading the Red Bulls this year, our new manager Sandro Schwartz. Uh, if you don't know who he is, it's fine. He's notable for his last job being with Hertha Berlin, being let go in April twenty. 20- 23 and the team was relegated to the second Bundesliga. So mm. convenient fact, by the way, that the New York Red Bulls website leaves off in his uh, profile. Yeah, just, he was there, just left off the relegation right. part. Right. Uh, a, a new, fr- another front office edition. Uh, the Red Bulls announced a new sporting director. I think this was like last week. 
uh, Julian de Guzman. Now, mm-hmm. you may be asking yourself, sporting director, how are they signing players? Well, they have another position called head of sport. And the head of sport is somehow in charge of the sporting director. How that works. I, how that works. Yeah, it, it's weird. But uh, for anybody. That, so th- this is the sporting director is basically Hamlet's old position. Yeah. Which is the way I view it is really just assistant GM. Because I feel like that's the easiest way to explain it. Which, quick side note. So, I didn't really make this public on Twitter. I, people know I was there. Uh, I was in England about a month ago. Uh, I went there to check out to catch an Everton game because I wasn't sure when Goodison Park was closing down. Uh, had about a 45-minute conversation with the hotel night manager one night about soccer, football, whatever you call it, and uh, he was asking about Met. Surprisingly, he was asking about MLS, but I think because of Messi is why he was asking. Oh, sure. um, but having to, having to skirt around MLS rules and be like, yeah, you know, Messi kind of got paid under the table by Adidas and Apple. And that's how we get, made this work. Like having to try to explain that shit to fans of teams in other countries is just. I, I mean, I knew it was a weird thing. It's just the first time you're having to do it. Just illustrated how weird our fucking rules are in, like, in the buddy, US. Don't, don't ask me to explain it because I can't even explain it because we don't even understand it because they change the rules pretty much every three months. I think I pretty much said, like, you know, there's basically a salary cap for everybody but three players. And at that point, I say, and that's the easiest way I can explain it. Or whatever even team they want to fit their narrative. <laughs> I, I didn't even go into the fact that all the, the contracts are technically held by the league not the teams and all this other shit like yeah i wasn't That's going there yeah uh if you're an everton fan for whatever reason god bless you because <laughs> we we just Oof. love pain yeah it's getting it's getting rocky I mean, I, you know, between listen, I Ever- think- everton the red bulls and the jets like I think, yeah, I think I told you, I think before our last episode, I still have a feeling that they'll stay up. There's just those teams that are just like, there's teams that are built to get relegated. And there's teams that are just going to, they're just going to stick around. And I'm, I'm telling you, I was a Liverpool fan. I think they're staying up. I think they're going to find a way. They're going to sneak in a, a couple wins towards the last month and they'll stay up. I'm, I'm sure they'll. They will. I mean, if it wasn't for the fucking ten point deduction, we wouldn't even be having that. Right. They'd, that they'd part be of conversation. free and clear. Right. They'd be they'd be twelfth right now. Right. Uh, okay. Side side note to the side note. <clears throat> they got another possible penalty coming. I hate that the Premier League is going to try to penalize for Everton for the same exact thing for twice. Like they're trying to say, all right, window one was like nineteen to. 2019 to like 2022 or whatever, and then they're going to shift the window one year and penalize us again for the stadium, which they changed rules on us in the fucking middle of it anyway. Like, mm-hmm. not getting into all of it, but it's just, it, it's just insane. All right, back to the Red Bulls. Right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> actually, sorry, I had to finish the side note. If you're if you are an Everton fan and you can do it, I really suggest to go visit Goodison before it shuts down. It's a great game day experience. 
All right, now back to Red Bulls. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, not a lot of movement on the player front. Don't know how this team is going to actually do. Uh, the one thing I will that I can say is that technically we've done well in the po- in the preseason so far. Uh, four matches played, uh, or sorry, four official preseason matches played, uh, three wins, one draw. So that seems to be a good sign. Although he talks to the Ravens about undefe- undefeated preseasons and see how they feel. Um, the Detroit Lions fans. Yeah. Well, the Ravens are like undefeated for like seven years now in the preseason <laughs> or something like that. And every time, every time I watch a preseason game, my wife, it's like, yeah, that's great. But really, if you guys aren't winning. And then you throw interceptions in the triple coverage in the end zone. And yeah. Cost yourself a game. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the Red Bulls had a 6 nothing win over the Florida Gulf Coast Eagles, which. Powerhouse. Powerhouse club. More like a college, but sure. It, it, it's a college. Um, then they beat the Revolution three nothing. Tied Chicago two to two, as Trim was saying. Barlow uh, scored a scored a uh, goal in that one. I think that might be the one actually where uh, Emil Forsberg had the. Uh, I think it was like too, the, the super goal, the crazy goal. Yeah, that one because it because that one was the end of January. I remember it being yeah. recent. And then uh, we beat Hartford Athletic one nothing. Uh, it seems like the homegrown Mitchell is at least scoring some goals, so yeah, maybe it'll work out. Uh, Van Zier had a had a goal in one of the mm-hmm. matches. Imagine that. Uh, Elias Manuel had a few, had a few. I think it looks like he has three so far. Yep, this preseason. So because I think he had two in a game, I believe. He had two. No, he had one in three in three matches. Oh, okay. one each in three matches. Ah, oh, fuck up. What do I know? Van Zier had two in one game. And that was okay. the six zero right. win. I knew someone had like two in a game. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and then Sofo. I don't even know who this guy is. Mohamed Sofo. Oh, he's playing for the Rebels too. Okay, so that's why he's just playing up for now. Uh, they have three more preseason matches to go. They're in the Coachella Valley Inter- Invitational Tournament, which, for whatever reason, is not broadcast. Which, by the way, do you find it weird that, like, eight, so, yeah, like, eight years ago, maybe even five years ago, like, you could watch almost every preseason match. Granted, it was always, like, some weird stream where it was, like, one camera angle, but there was at least something... And now there's like nothing at all. And there's better technology and easier ways to record games. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, like way easier ways to record games. Literally, so they could have someone on the team just hold up their cell phone. Yeah, like I like I don't understand why we're being back to the not showing preseason games. Just log on to the Red Bull Twitch account and watch the live stream. I mean, you, you've had the fucking MLS season pass. Why not throw them on there, right? Like People are already paying for you, paying for it. Anyway, so three three matches in the Coachella Valley Invitational. They'll, they'll take on St. Louis, uh, <clears throat> sorry, St. Louis City, Austin FC, and the LA Galaxy. 
uh, before their first match of the year, which will be on the road February 25th at Nashville. Obviously, we can't get into that game because they're still like a month away. So, yeah. Uh, thoughts on what has been a pretty quiet preseason for the Red Bulls? I mean, it, it's really just it's just player moves, right? They made they signed one guy who I I think um, will bring a lot to the team. I really do. Everything you read and hear about this guy is a big positive, but that's it. I mean, like everyone was saying on Twitter, it's just, hey, we're going to make changes. Hey, we know we have to improve this team. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Okay, we brought in a coach no one heard about, um, sporting director no one really cares about, and one guy. Like, that's that's what they did. You know, and we won't talk too much about it because, I mean, I obviously want to talk about it when we actually do a, se- uh, you know, the season preview. Um you just hope everyone stays healthy and you hope guys live up to their potential. You hope Lewis Morgan is healthy. Like there are guys on this team, but I don't know. You see all these other teams making a bunch of moves and we get, we made really one. And then yeah, the fans dude. just shake their head again and go, here we go again. What's there to get excited about? What's, what's the reason to fill Red Bull arena? Cause they haven't given anyone yet. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the year, Gotham FC, is drawing more fans than the Red Bulls at Red Bull Arena. It depends on how I mean, they play. They're, they're building a fucking super team on that side. Yes, of, they are. That they are so. doing. My God. They are loading up. It's like one good season. It's like all of a sudden, holy shit, who can we get you know over what? here? Just fucking go for it, right? <laughs> you know, just because I don't know all the names they brought in. Let me, let's find out. Uh, it's going to be a way to see the specific teams, right? All right, hold on. Let me just look at the current staff or current roster because that'll make more sense. Uh, let's see. The names that I know that they brought in, I think Kelly O'Hara was a recent one. Uh, Ali Long. I think Crystal Dunn was already with, the, with them. Actually, no, I think all these players are new. Uh, let's see. Rose Lavelle, I mean, come on. That's a huge name in women's soccer. Uh, I think Ella Stevens was a pretty big name. There's like five new players on this roster, it looks like. So, I mean, they're they're just, they're loading up. One good year. <laughs> and like, fuck this, let's go all in and get and make it a twofer. Right, well, I mean, go right, go for it. You win the championship. You're building off a championship season. You want to put more butts in seats. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Red Bulls, take notes. If you want butts in seats, you bring in players. You know, the the expression exists for a reason. You sometimes you have to spend money to make money. Right. All right. Uh. So really, there's not much else to talk about right now for the Red Bulls preseason. Actually, I'm sorry. I, the I wanted to mention this. The one good thing about the the Forsberg um, transfer, at least in my opinion, is what is one thing that we both have said this team has needed in terms of transfers? Well, it's it's that attacking midfielder, right? I'm not. No, I'm not even going there. A veteran presence. Yes. Well, that's it. That can yeah. help. That can help the young players grow. Yeah. Right. He hasn't. I don't think he ever won a Bundesliga title, but. Red Bull with him there, I believe won whatever the the German equivalent of the FA Cup is. 
mm-hmm. um, that he's been in the Champions League. So, you know, he's bringing this experience to the team where he can pass off some of that knowledge of playing in big pressure situations, like how to handle things. And like that's something we've said has been needed, right? You can't just yeah. have the coaching staff do it. You need to have a, an active player be a veteran presence. I mean, I don't think he's going to be named team captain, right? There's no way that Nealis loses the captainship, but... Uh, you know, but you never know. I mean, I, right, I don't think so either, but... But you still need knows? you still need the leader. You still need somebody with experience in the locker room. So right, at least from a from that perspective, I think it's a good a good transfer. Now, can he actually produce on the field? That we definitely need to see. Right. Well, we wanted the guy that's going to get the forwards the ball. Yeah. Hopefully so, that's him. Right. All right. Uh, it is time for the first. F1 update of the year. And box now, box, box now, box for hard. Stay out, stay out, stay out. Fuck, fuck! Why not That'll never get old. No, and and we're not even close to the, the start of the season yet because no. the season doesn't kick off until February 29th, so. But, I mean, holy fuck. Let's, let's, there's. And this is all like the last like week or two, right? Yeah. So let's start. Let's start with number one. So number one is AlphaTauri changing their name. That was the, I believe, the first thing that happened. Well, Alfa Romero, I believe, was the first official one, right? Because now they're the stake F1 team, kick Sauber, kick Saber, with their black and green cars. Yeah, that uh, one was December. Car, right. That that was the first move, and then it's AlphaTauri changing their name. The Visa RB was it, it was no, 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 Visa no. Racing Bulls Cash App. Or Visa Cash App Racing Bulls, I believe is the actual name. Visa Cash App Racing no, no. Bulls. Visa RB Cash App F1 team. That's a lot. It is the dumbest. I'm uh, no, sorry. Formula One team, not F1 team. I, I'm sorry. I didn't get it exactly right. Woof. Yeah, but that's AlphaTauri's name. And we knew AlphaTauri was going away. They they told us that in the last year. So. Right, right. But still. Jesus, yeah. Silly. That is a silly why not, name. Why not just enter the Visa Red Bull and be done with it? Right. Nope. Had to be that old cash app. I. Well, I'm sorry. They couldn't have I two could, Red Bulls. That's why. I wish I could bring up uh, the text message I had with my daughter when I sent her that. And it, I just like, I, I blew her mind. Like she couldn't believe it. So actually, um, I really want, I'm, I'm going to find this because it was the funniest thing in the world. All right. Um, while you're, while you're looking, I'm going to tell, so Alfa Romeo was another team that, um, changed their name and they went and, and part of this is because you can't have a gambling sponsor be the main, the main name for a team. It is a stake F1 team kick sober. So you have a car manufacturer, a gambling website, and Kick, which is a streaming website, all have their names on the team. Amazing. Yeah. So did you, fi- did you uh, find the message? Oh yeah, I did. Now, many of you are not going to get what I'm about to say, because um, I'm not going to tell you what it's from. Jay, I will tell you after the show what it's from, if you don't know what it's from. Um, but I laughed so hard. So I, I did send her. I sent a message to say, AlphaTauri F1 is changing their name. Visa Cash App Racing Bowl is not a joke. Um, so then she tweet, she, she texted me this 
<laughs> I, I, I laughed so hard. She said, two queens stand before me. Visa Cash App Racing Bulls. Shantae, you stay. Alphatari, sashay away. And then she said, Alphatari, this week you were less alpha and more beta on the raceway. <laughs> I howled. Do you know what that's from? Isn't that like the old school Project Runway? Or not Project Runway. Um, the, whatever the model, sh- what America's Next Top Model or something like that. You're close. You're close, but you're not quite is, there. Okay. Not... Okay. So is it the RuPaul Drag Race then? Yes, it is. It's RuPaul's Drag Race. That's exactly. It was. What it was, I, I, knew it was I, I thought it might have been, but I thought it was like the Next Top Model first. So. Yeah. Okay. No, I. She sent me that, and I laughed so hard, like I, I was crying. Like I had to read it to my wife because it was like it was so funny. Uh, so yeah, so, so so there you go, and that's and that's not even the biggest news yet. We've only no. talked about two things. No, th- so so that's just name changes. That's all we've gotten to so far. the the biggest The biggest news in Formula One is that first it was the rumor in the morning that ESPN was reporting that Lewis Hamilton was leaving Mercedes to go to Ferrari, and I was like, holy fuck, there's no way. But if ESPN's saying there's a rumor. That's that's pretty strong. And I believe I messaged you and what? Twenty minutes later, it was on Formula One's Instagram page, official. That, yeah, that he but, is by the going. time I saw by the time I saw the message, I just asked, is it official? Because I had saw a headline and I didn't know. But yeah. Huge. I mean, that's I mean, absolutely insane. And then that means Carlos Sainz, he's gone. Now Right here's the big thing is where's Checo has I believe is just has this year on his contract, right? So he could he could move. He could. Obviously George Russell is going to be the guy at Mercedes. I believe that's the way they were kind of going. That's usually the way this works anyway. Right now he's going to be the man. He was kind of already becoming the man last season on that team, and I'm sure that helped with Lewis Hamilton's decision to move on. Um, so there's going to be. It's not just changes on like the the second division teams where you see a lot of those moves. These are the two two of the biggest teams, and possibly next year three big teams. Which, which will probably cascade down to lower teams anyway, because somebody's going to move up. Right, unless you know, unless you see Carlos Sainz go to Mercedes, you know, and then Checo stays with Red Bull. Who knows? But um, you know, it depends on how he performs. You know, this year, and it was funny because I, I was talking online how we kind of poo-pooed Checo's season last year, but he finished second. But he had these weird, how many times, he, like, he was not even finishing races or, you know, not finishing qualifying. And there was a million things right in that that middle chunk of the season. Yeah. Because um, he, he built up such a, a lead in second place that he was able to hold it and then kind of finish strong. So I think he needs to have a really strong year this year and finish second again. Well, I mean, him and uh, Max just traded off wins to start the season. So yeah, <laughs> yep. both so far out. Yep. Um, so it's going to be all the talk of the, of the season. This is this is like Michael Jordan saying, "I'm retiring in game one of his last year." You know what I'm saying? It's like it's going to be the talk. It's it's going to be absolutely everywhere. This all everyone's going to talk about. They're going to talk about the cars, of course, because was your decision because Mercedes isn't making the best car? Because if you remember the first race of last year, he already said he was not excited about that car and that they had messed it up, and yeah. they proved it because they did mess it up. Um, but fucking huge, huge news. 
And Drive to Survive is coming out in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the biggest Red Bull impact, um, I, f- I forgot about this, but I was, since I was on the F1 website, I don't know if you saw, they're changing the format for the sprint race weekends. And I think the format's going to really screw shit up <laughs> at some point. So for those that don't follow F1, don't remember what we're talking about. So normal race weekend, you have two practice sessions on Friday, a practice session on Saturday, followed by a qualifying session, and then the big race on Sunday. In a sprint weekend, it was two practice sessions on Saturday. I'm sorry, one practice session Saturday, Grand Prix qualifying Friday. On Saturday, it was sprint qualifying sprint race which is basically half a race yeah and then the grand prix on sunday what they're going to do next year for the sprint races or this year is free practice friday followed by sprint qualifying on friday so the second session friday is not sprint qualifying saturday morning or whatever the first one saturday is going to be the actual sprint race Followed by Grand Prix qualifying. Really weird way to do things. Which, imagine if somebody's going for something in the sprint and crashes, and now they can't qualify because... <laughs> they can't be in qualified because their car is wrecked and they can't get it fixed in time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just a weird thing. And then apparently they're going to... And then so they're going to start activating DRS sooner. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a one it's a one liner at the bottom of this. Oh yeah. We're just gonna have it activate one lap after the start of the race instead of two. Yeah. Like, oh just fuck yeah. it. Let's just start the madness immediately. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. All right. So you gotta talk about this last thing because I don't know enough about what's going on with this. Well, there has been Red a lot of team. so Christian Horner, right? Red Bull is doing an investigation on Christian Horner for some kind of um misappropriate actions towards a member of the Red Bull team. So That's Christian Horner, know. Christian Horner, by the way, is basically the president of the team. He's the guy in charge of the whole Red Bulls team. He's the team principal or whatever you want to or call him, right? He's, he's, like the, the he's like the head coach. That's the best way to describe it. He's like the head coach of the team. Um, so that's what we know. So Red Bull is investigating themselves. He, of course, is vehemently denied he's done anything wrong. That's all we know. I mean, if if Red Bull finds evidence, concludes that he did something, then that's a massive shakeup with this team. Massive. Yeah. He's been a huge part of why Red Bull's been winning. Well, he basically is the reason they came, they, they came back after that. Like, he brought him back during the Hamilton era, right? Yeah. Some things don't change, by the way. The cat on my shoulder again, of course. That, that hasn't yep. changed. You guys can't see it, obviously, but the one the one winning angels back and just <laughs> made me, and just made an appearance on the show because I could hear that head rub through the mic. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, with that, it's now time for the dumping grounds. I'm the trash man. All right. So big news. Uh, 2026 World Cup. Uh, Venues for specific matches have been announced. The big one is that the World Cup final will be hosted at MetLife Stadium in 2026. Hell yeah. In Jersey, 
uh, usually I don't say this because I'm also wearing a shirt with the big New York Giants logo on it. Um, this is Jersey's. Listen, New York, take a back seat. We got this. Well, we may not be taking a, we may be taking a back seat because the other thing I have in the notes here is I saw something today from Mike Florio that basically uh, any NFL stadium that has a branding on it that does not line up with FIFA's marketing cannot use that branding during the tournament. So the they literally can't use was, the name of a stadium. So MetLife Stadium would be referred to as New York, New Jersey Stadium. And he even suggested that the, the MetLife sign on the outside might have to be taken down. They'll never do that. There's no way. That thing is is on there. They, they would never. Never. They'd probably just cover it up or something. Yeah, I don't even think they would do that. I, there's just no way. FIFA can fucking suck it when it comes to that. And I, I am not a fan of corporate naming rights on stadiums, but you know what? It's on there. Deal with it. Or, the stadium should just been called the Meadowlands 2 or something and be done with it. Or we just call it the, like, Tony Miola Stadium. I'm fine with I'm that. okay with that, right? They named the term, the Turnpike and the Parkway uh, rest stops after all these famous Jersey people. Let's just call it Tony Miola Stadium. Can we work Tim Done. Howard in there too somehow? Both both Jersey guys, both goalkeepers. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Tim, Tim, How- Tim Howard Field at Tony Miola Stadium. Oh, okay. All right. I can do that. <laughs> I can, I can, that's a good compromise. I'm all right with that. I mean, they they do it all the time. It's I mean, it's Orioles Park at Camden Yards. Yes, it is. So yeah, uh, I think I think I saw basically almost every city except for Philadelphia gets a round of thirty-two matchup. Philly gets round of sixteen. I don't know who gets what in the group stage. Uh, the the U.S. for whatever reason was broadcast that all their games are going to be on the West Coast. Including the game in Seattle, which honestly I think would be pretty awesome because I'm I know that they'll pack that stadium full of U.S. fans. Mm-hmm. Mexico is going to be staying in Mexico. Canada staying in Canada for their group stage games. So I don't know what we would get on the East Coast, but oh, I hope I hope like Brazil. <laughs> I want them in Foxborough, Argentina. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd rather have. I have a bunch of Brazilian friends um, that I used to work with, so that's why I wanted to be a Fox press so I can go with those guys and just have a great time, immerse myself. I'll wear the yellow jersey. I don't care. I just need to go to a game. Fox Pro is hosting seven games, five group stage games, uh, a round of 32, which is, of course, the most insane thing I've said about a World Cup in a long time, round of 32, and a quarterfinal. Round of 32. How did you Round find out who's hosting? Fifteen. How did you find out how many games exactly was being hosted? Oh, because I, I mean, it was all over the news for the local news talking about what you know, how many games they were getting. Oh, okay. Uh, how many teams are in this see. tournament? Five hundred sixty-eight. I can't are, remember. Are there even, are there even that many countries? <laughs> I don't know. I think they've invited everybody at this point. I mean, I, I think at some point they're just going to go full March Madness and go to 60, what is there, to 68 now or something like that? Yeah. 
You know what's weird? And what I I thought was really weird about the announcement. So, right, the U.S. is playing two games in L.A., one in Seattle, because they said the reasoning which makes sense is, like, they want to have the U.S. have a camp, you know, in one spot. So they're not doing a lot of long-distance travel. They're trying to keep all the teams, like, kind of in, like, these general vicinities. Totally understand it. Canada is playing two games in Toronto, one in Vancouver. So explain that one. They're playing where? Two in? Two in Toronto, one in Vancouver. But but the U.S. can't go to, like... So they're, they're doing like, Toronto. So th- I'm looking at it. The, the Can- Canadian team will play in Toronto on the 12th of June and then play in Vancouver on the 18th and 24th. So they're only traveling once. All right, so but they're still going. All right, so right, so they're still going. They're still making cross country trips. I mean, even if it's just one cross country trip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they're they're traveling across all of Canada. Yeah. But like only the U.S. Can't, once across. Right. The U.S. can't play a game in. I don't like St. Louis or like Midwest or. So or it's not a crazy flight. Or if you're or if you're gonna keep them out there, right? They're still San Francisco. Yeah, that's but true. If you want to say keep on the West, they have San Francisco. Yeah. Um, the quote central region would have the closest one would be, I guess Kansas City, because it's Kansas yeah. City, Houston, or Dallas. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I mean, the U.S. has to travel twice, which doesn't really make sense. If you're going to keep them there, why not just do the same exact thing and just, uh, I guess, because how the match days line up, that's why they do it that way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Mexico will play Mexico City, travel to Guadalajara, then back to Mexico City for their mm-hmm. three group stage games. So nothing, I mean, nothing crazy for them. That's that's no big, huge trip. So yeah, let's see. Philadelphia gets five group stage games and one round of sixteen, which is Saturday, July fourth. So if things work out correctly, we could have the U.S. in Philadelphia on July 4th. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to have to see what I can make for the Philadelphia. Let's see. There's a Sunday game. That's a Friday. That's a Monday. That one probably won't happen. Thursday and then a Saturday. So there's a few games I might be able to make. Hopefully I win some tickets in the lottery. Yeah, listen, I, I, I'll I put my money aside just to go to one game. I don't care who's playing. I don't care what country it is. It would be cool if it was Brazil or, you know, someone to fun to watch. But I really don't. I just want to experience it, right? You just want to be in the atmosphere. It's been it, since 1994 when I was still in high school. And I definitely didn't make it to any of those games. Yeah, I said to my wife, like, I don't care who plays. Like, just to be able to say I went to a World Cup game. That's really what it's about. Yeah. Now, if the U.S. happens, if I get pick for the July 4th and U.S. happens to show up, great. But I'm not going to sit there and and hold that hope that it's going to be that. Now, do I try to get a ticket to MetLife with Pat? That's a, that's a different question. Right. I just hope I go to a game and Gronk is there. Everyone's like, yo, Gronk, there you are, kid. <laughs> Where's Welka? Where's Brady? So, I mean, I'm looking at the calendar. I think they did the best to spread out the matches to make sure no one city got shafted in terms of games. I'm sure. 
Well, actually, almost, that's not true. Guadalajara gets four, so I think they're among the lowest. I just like that actually, Jerry Jones is very upset that he lost the final to uh, the state of New Jersey. Yeah, fuck he's him. Ve- he's very salty about it, which I love. Fuck him. That game should be played outdoors. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, what if it's going to rain? It's fucking soccer. Yeah, you know Who what? Cares? It might rain. They play every game in the rain if they have to. England does it uh, almost every week. Honestly, rain in the middle of July would probably be welcome. <laughs> right. I mean, give me a break. I mean, they're going to they're gonna play the third place game on July 18th in fucking Miami. Right. So. No, people just have right. to complain. It's not like you're playing. It's not the fucking Super Bowl again. It's not going to snow the next day. Yeah. I mean, we're getting back to normal here with the Summer World Cup, so come on. Right. Thank God. All right. Uh, Anything else? No, I think that's it. Oh, do you see? Actually, do you see uh, the news about Messi getting booed over in China? Oh, you know what? In in Hong Kong. (laughs) Yeah, I actually was going to mention that. That that the government was pissed off. And then, like, I mean, the other you stars were off that too? too. Yeah, I'd be pissed. You, you pay Beckham for to have his team come over and then the star players don't play? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'd be pissed off. No one bought tickets to see the freaking Inter B team. And then they got embarrassed on top of that, too. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was the one game. No, that was the one game they won. Oh, I'm sorry. That was okay. They did. That was the, the, the first preseason game that they won. They lost, like, the first four. Preseason again, who gives a shit? But no, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed that you didn't get time to see the biggest star on the planet play. Yeah. And it's not like he's like injured to the point where he can't play at all. Like he's just right. They just sat him out. Right. Which, speaking of that, how pissed do you think the Red Bulls are right now for their schedule? Like the oh, super pissed. Well, the fans. Fans should be mad. Not the fans that are not going to see Messi, but they just want to sell their tickets. Well, hopefully those those if you're going to be one of those people that sell the tickets, hopefully you get it out there early enough that the people that buy it don't realize he won't be there. Right, right. And then <laughs> I saw something on Reddit. Someone's like, you should sell it early for like a thousand bucks or whatever, and then come in later when it's back down to twenty five and just Try to get back into the game, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I might try to do that." <laughs> yeah, you already made your money back. You're all good. You pay for your season tickets, and then you still get to go anyway. I mean, yep, yep. So, I got I got to talk about this. I, I mentioned before we started recording to you that I liked the way, at least Everton. Like I said, I don't know how everybody does it over in the UK, but at least Everton does their tickets. I did not mention resale. So Everton have their own uh, ticket website, obviously, but including that is a resale platform. So they want everything to be resold on the same platform. They buy tickets on and to buy tickets on resale. You need to be a team member. So you can't just be general public mm-hmm. and they cap the ticket. So whatever you bought it for, right? So I think I told you it was for, uh, 55 pounds was like the general cost for an adult to go into that stadium. Yeah. If you resold it, it was resold for 55. You couldn't scalp the ticket basically. Right. 
that obviously will never happen here, but no, God, no. Oh God, no. But I, but I like that methodology. The only downside was you, t- unless you had season tickets, it wasn't on sale until like three months before the game kicked off. Mm-hmm. And then they changed in October. They changed the date because of TV. So I had to read just some plans, unfortunately. But you still got to go and have a great time. So. Yep. Liverpool and London, and I really want to go back. Yeah. And I wish we had public transportation like London because that shit was fucking easy to get around. <laughs> oh, serious. No, our hotel, happens. our hotel was, we got lucky with the hotel place because it was right next to a, uh, the Gloucester Road underground stop. So literally, we just walked across the street, and boom, we were already in in the underground. We had two different lines at our at our disposal, not to mention the buses that we could have accessed because there was a, a bus stop across the street as well. Mm-hmm. But like in London, we I think the worst case we had was like maybe a 10 minute walk from an underground station to where we we're going. And that was because that's we had to go across the river and right. they had a walkway for going across the river. So yeah. I mean, if, you're an, if you're an Everton fan, go, I try to go before Goodison's gone and definitely do the stadium tour. Oh, yeah. If, listen, if you're going over to see your favorite team, you have to do a stadium tour. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. I don't think I showed you the video, but they. Part of the stadium tour is they let you walk in the tunnel out to through the opening to the dugout. Mm-hmm. And they play for Everton. They play Z cars with the siren before. A little bit of a goosebumps moment, honestly. Oh, yeah. No, and super cool. And that field is fucking. Once you get to the sideline, I didn't realize how bad the slant was until I was literally standing on it. It's almost like a thirty to forty-five degree angle, like drop off after when you get oh, on the, the edges. Line. Yeah, because yeah. they want to drain the water off it. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't really see it from TV. No, you can't. Ah, <clears throat> oh, yeah, that was good. I, I want to go back. All right, anyway, anything else for uh, dumping ground? No, I think that's it. I think now okay. we've co- now we've covered everything. Yeah. All right, we're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, Patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant one dollar a month gets you exclusive content such as well, whatever we decided to do because we haven't been good doing monthly wrap ups. So mm-hmm. we'll figure something out. Uh, if you want to email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. Leave us a voicemail, get your voice played on the show. Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show. At Doc This Dude for myself at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, YouTube, Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. I'm so excited to hate life again. <laughs> what, the Giants didn't uh, keep up their end of the bargain in that that respect? No. And the way the Mets are looking, it's going to be a long summer. (laughs) All right. So for Truman and myself, this has been episode 449 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. I guess have a good rest of the preseason. (laughs) Yeah, go preseason Red Bull. (laughs) 